Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Hi, everyone. Before we get started with this week's episode on managing anxiety during stressful times, I wanted to let the local listeners know here in Annapolis that my mindfulness groups will be starting in the fall of 2018. So if you're a woman that wants to bring more mindfulness in daily life, please reach out to me through email, through my website. You can find me at womanwarriors.com and contact me that way. You can also go to progressioncounseling.com and click on the groups page. That will give you more information about that particular group. So I hope you have a wonderful day and enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. This week, I'm talking about a personal experience of putting myself into an environment where I knew I'd be anxious and figuring out ways to manage my anxiety, doing a good job sometimes, other times not so great. But I just wanted to share this experience because we all struggle. We all have, those of us who are woman warriors, we all struggle with anxiety in moments of our lives where we just have to, we have to, we have to call a truce. We have to recognize that it's there. Sometimes we do a great job with it. Sometimes not so much. So I'm going to share my very personal experience with the good moments and the bad. And hopefully it will help you see we are not alone. We're in this together. It's real. So why am I sharing it this week? Well, last week I went to the podcast movement convention in Philadelphia. So I was with 2,000 plus podcasters and really only knew two people who were going to be there. I was there for a couple of days by myself in an environment with a whole bunch of strangers, having to interact and be present and not let my anxiety get the best of me. So I chose to do it. I chose to go to the convention because I had taken the 28-day podcast movement challenge, which is what helped me launch my podcast. And it felt important to me to honor that I had done that work and I wanted to hang out with other podcasters and get some ideas on editing and marketing and getting to know what their experiences were and to feel a part of a group, a podcasting community. I signed up without really honing in on how much this might trigger my anxiety. I'm not always great in groups with people that I don't know. I'm not the best at putting myself out there. I can talk small talk. It's the follow through that's hard for me. So once I meet someone that's not my friend in a situation that is almost artificial, yes, we have podcasting in common, but maybe there isn't that spark of friendship right away. It's hard for me to follow through. It's hard for me to then make the connection and say, hey, what are you doing for lunch? What seminars are you going to be attending next? And that left me feeling sort of lonely some of the time. 
So some of the moments that were hardest for me was when I was questioning my ability to connect with other people. That really left me feeling a little bit insecure and the inner critic propped up like, you should be doing this better. You should be getting yourself out there. You should be reaching out to people and trying to connect. And I didn't always do a great job of that. But I went to this convention knowing that there would be a lot of people I didn't know, knowing I'd be putting myself in a place that might be triggering a little bit, but I went anyway. So some of the ways that helped me manage the anxiety in the moment was recognizing that it is hard for me and bringing some self-compassion to those moments of difficulty. You know, I could go to a seminar and chit chat with the people next to me and take away knowledge and learning from the experience, but the open-ended social engagements were harder for me than the seminars. Seminars, I could connect with people about the content, whatever the speaker was uh, talking about, and there was a focus. I could put my energy into whatever it was they were telling me and taking notes. And, you know, it was easier to find conversational moments that way for me. What was harder was the open-ended social engagements. It was finding the events that I felt like were comfortable for me to go to even when I didn't know too many people or didn't know anybody. So right off the bat, I went to some women in podcasting events that helped me meet people right away, but also made me feel like a part of the community, that I was there with people like me. And it was super helpful. I felt connected. I felt seen and heard. I felt that my podcasting journey, I wasn't taking it alone, that here were other women who were also, whether they were just beginning or had had a podcast going for years, it felt very supportive, very connecting, and really helped me feel more grounded in myself. Even the option of going to my room and spending time by myself felt like a cop-out. I felt like I was giving in to my anxiety And so I would encourage myself to leave the room and enter into situations where I could connect and meet other people. I could have easily left early. I could have easily gone home, but I didn't. I chose to stay. And at the end, and sadly, this was the last day for me being there, but my friend Laura, who is also a podcaster and a therapist, organized a group for other therapists to connect and meet and talk about the challenges and the joys of podcasting. And that, that moment was defining and amazing. And meeting other podcasting therapists was truly connecting. And we all came from different backgrounds. We came at podcasting from different directions. Our podcast themes were different. And yet we were all therapists. We were all podcasting or thinking about podcasting. And it was truly a great experience that I would have missed had I chosen either not to go or left early. So I'm happy I went and stayed. Was it perfect? Were there moments when I felt out of sorts and anxious? Absolutely. There's no question about it. Did my inner critic show up? Did my self-doubting parts show up? They absolutely did. And yet I was able to recognize they were there. I was able to recognize that 
Yes, I could have self-doubt. Yes, I could be anxious, but I could also be there and enjoy myself and take important parts of it away with me. So here are the things that I found helpful when I was there at the conference. Number one, knowing my triggers. I, I knew, even though I didn't fully acknowledge how anxiety-provoking it would be, but I knew that being with a ton of strangers was going to be hard and make me feel anxious. Two, I recognized and acknowledged when my anxiety did show up. So I was aware that it was there, and I allowed it to be there because I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. But then, three, I asked myself, what can you do? So ask yourself if there's something you can do to help you manage those uncomfortable feelings. Whatever that is for you. For me, it was finding somebody to hang out with, finding people that made me feel connected and a part of a group. So feeling less like an outsider. But for you, whatever that is, you know, whether it's a comfortable place to sit or people that you know, whatever that might be, find what makes you feel less uncomfortable. And the last thing that really I think is probably the most important piece of this is to practice self-compassion. The anxiety is going to show up. If you're a woman worrier, you worry. And the worry doesn't just go away all by itself, magically. We have to work at it. And sometimes it just shows up when we're not prepared. So practice a little self-compassion. Allow that you're anxious, allow that you're struggling in that moment, but know that you're not alone. There are a lot of others like us out there who struggle with anxiety. So why am I sharing this story with you today? Because I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how you maybe overcame an anxious moment or an anxious event, a particular time in your life where you were able to live with and manage your anxiety when it was hard. So if you're willing, I would love to hear your stories. I would love to know what it was like for you to recognize your anxiety was there, but to allow it to be there with you and still come away with something meaningful from whatever that event was. So if you have a story you'd like to share, If you've lived with anxiety for a long time and have overcome a situation or just lived with your anxiety and recognized how it doesn't have to take over and be in the driver's seat, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, leave me a voicemail. So reach out to me at womanwarriors.com and I'll share your story on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a brief one, but uh, I thought it was important to share. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you were able to take something away from this that's yours and recognize that we are here in this together. Next week, my interview is with Lori Cameron. She's the author of The Mindful Day, an amazing book on how you can bring more mindfulness into daily living. I'm super excited about this interview, so I hope you'll tune in. 
Have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.